crossroads. Um, you know, I don't know a lot about you guys, all the ins and outs and, your, and the details of your church, but um, but I do know Steve and Margot, and they've been a blessing to Sharon and I, and they've been a blessing in the body of Christ for a lot of years. But, you know, just last week, coming in and coming here again, you guys, just a feel, you've got a good feel. It's a, it's a good church. That's just my impression. Steve might tell me the whole bunch of problems, I don't know, but... <laughs> But, um, yeah, look, uh, it's wonderful. You walk in here and you just feel good. Just feel good. It's a good good church. And um, I just want to thank you too just for uh, making us feel welcome in the last couple of weeks. It's been awesome. So it is a kind of a a continuation. I did have a message that I wanted to, I had in my mind that I wanted to share with you. Anyway, during the week that has sort of basically changed. So there's a scripture... Genesis chapter 22 verse 17 says this, I will surely bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as the sand on the seashore. Your descendants will, pos- will take possession of the cities of their enemies. And I was just praying this morning and I felt God just put on my heart um, for you guys to look up. Look up and look out. And God wants to raise your, I guess, your vision and begin to see that you know, God's got many descendants for you. It's like when he said to Abraham, he said, look at the stars, look at the, the sand of the seashore. That's, that's your descendants. That's the people that are going to come after you, Abraham. But for you, Crossroads, that's the people you're going to touch. That's the people that God has for you. There's many people, many sons and daughters that God wants to bring now to you and after you that are going to occupy places of influence and they're going to and you're going to have an influence in the city and in the Lismore local government area so that's villages that's surrounding not just the city itself but I yet I just believe that it's, it's for you guys to lift up your eyes look up and look out and don't see yourselves as just a grasshopper don't see yourselves as we're just a small fellowship I know this fellowship I know the people in this fellowship don't look at yourselves and don't look at others and be limited by what you see in the natural but begin to see that God has a bigger plan for you, far beyond that we, you could imagine. And I'm, I know I'm putting boundaries on this by saying Lismore, the local government area, but you know something? God wants you, Crossroads, to have a bigger influence more than what you can imagine. And I just felt I needed just to share that this morning. And you wouldn't believe it, my phone's ringing. Look at that. That's weird. That's right, it might be heaven. <laughs> Stephen, change that. No, but uh, that's what I felt God has put on my heart for you guys in, in doing that. Look, last week we, um, we played a song and um, I had um, Tim sing, sing this song last week. It's God, I look to you. And I did that deliberately and I did touch on that a little bit last week. But I love just the words to this song. It says, God, I look to you, I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision to see things like you do. God, I look to you. You're where my help comes from. Give me wisdom. You know just what to do. And so, you know, with what I've just shared with you just then, sometimes we can just, because all of us make up the the bigger picture, every one of us, as we step into what God wants for us, you as a congregation begin to step into what God has for you in this city and beyond. But sometimes we can just feel overwhelmed. We can feel overwhelmed by life and we become like a grasshopper and life becomes one big giant. 
And so situations and circumstances begin to dictate to us as to how we see ourselves and how we do life. And we get overwhelmed, we get discouraged, we get disheartened. And then we begin to think, well, you know what, I don't think I can do any more. I don't think I can give any more than what I'm doing right now. And so really what we do, we're looking at ourselves in the natural, we're not looking at ourselves as we are in Christ. And where you are today is a good thing. And you're seeing certain things that the Holy Spirit is showing you. But yet I just feel God wants you to look higher. Look higher and begin to see things the way he sees things. You've probably heard this a number of times and I did share this briefly in my own church um, at the end of last year and, and even probably a little bit before that. But, you know, the church really has stepped into a whole new era. We've stepped into a whole new era, the body of Christ, right across the nation, if not globally. And so God wants us now to see things from another perspective. He wants us to see things, how he sees things for this era that we've stepped into. And so what we can't do is then default back to the way things are. We can't, or were. We can't look and go, well, that's how I've always done it and this is how I'm going to continue to do it. You know, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. And sometimes we can get stuck in that as, as churches and as Christians. And see, we have our, our, our lives mapped out and God has it mapped out another way. Right? It's not that we're all hearing wrong. It's just sometimes we just don't have the whole picture. But God wants you to look through the eyes of faith this morning. Look through the eyes of faith and trust him. And look to him. Look to him so we won't be overwhelmed. Look to him because he knows what to do. Look to him so he can give us the wisdom and how to navigate life. Wisdom is this, right? Wisdom is strategy. It's having strategy. It's having a blueprint. It's having a plan. It's being creative. And it goes on to speak about a people that are skillful. Skillful for life. God wants to give you wisdom. Wisdom for your life. Wisdom to be able to take what he shows you and then put it into place and begin to walk it out so you won't be overwhelmed. And he wants you to be able to look at things and see things, see your church, see your family, just see you as an individual. You know, life can throw, you know, some crazy things. Just They come at us left of field and we just go, and it, it can shake us and it can put us off. And that's not wrong and that's not condemning. We, that just happens in life. But what do we do when that happens? What happens? Do we just get overwhelmed by the whole thing and just say, I'm just taking my bat and ball and going home? Are we just to say, God, I don't understand this. This is tough. But God, all I can do is, all I know to do is look to you. So you can give me vision so I won't be overwhelmed. In my own life, um, as a Christian, not just pre prior, pre-Christian, but and even in recent times, I found myself just basically being just really tired, just really just worn out, to be honest with you. And so there's been different um, circumstances happening in my life that's just contributed to that. So there's been family circumstances, uh, there's been work, and there's been church. And um, it's just, it's worn me out at different times. You just, I just become exhausted in my own brain. And I just think, you know, God, I, I just can't do this. 
um, and you're just doing it and you're just, and you're just getting up and you're just doing what you know to do because that's what you just, you just do it. But that, and that doesn't mean I'm feeling good. doesn't mean I'm feeling right. I, I know what's going on inside of me and I just feel, at times I've felt fatigued and I just think, God, you know, like, when does all this end? And so that song has been to me, that's been a personal song to me, that worship song, God, I look to you. I won't be overwhelmed. Give me vision. Lord, give me wisdom to know what to do. And um, I just want to encourage you today that if that's how you are today, you feel overwhelmed, you feel tired, you feel fatigued, you feel worn out because of circumstances and situations, then look to Him. Just get it right down to the basics and just look to Him. Don't take your eyes off Him. Even if it feels like you're not getting out of it in a hurry, just stay in that place, position yourselves and allow the Holy Spirit to minister to you. And if you're someone where you're in a place where you're, you are having to give out, you are having to, to minister to others, that's not a barrier for God. God can still meet you and still do something in your life as you're still giving out. But take care of yourself. All right? Now, I could go into a whole big spiel about taking care of yourself, but one of those things is just get yourself before God and allow Him to speak to you. Allow Him to give you vision. And I was just thinking about a song um, over the last couple of weeks, and normally I wouldn't give you this song. I wouldn't do it this way. I sort of felt like, oh, man, I think I'm backsliding, you know. Like, but it just kept coming back and back. Um, we probably all know Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan wrote a song years ago called Knocking on Heaven's Door. And um, as I say, I wouldn't normally do it this way, but I just keeps coming back and back and back. And I'll just give you the words to this. It's pretty simple. It says, Mama, take this badge from me. I can't use it anymore. It's getting dark, too dark to see. Feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. And then it goes down a little bit further. It says, Mama, put my guns in the ground. I can't shoot them anymore. That cold black cloud is coming down. Feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. And kept coming back and it kept annoying me and it kept annoying me thinking, God, I don't want to go there. I must be backsliding. What's going on? This is the devil, whatever. And in the end, I just thought, you know what? I'm just going to go with this, hey. I'm just gonna, and I don't mean to, when I share with you um, what I think Holy Spirit is saying, I'm not saying I understand Bob Dylan's motivation for writing this song. But um, he says here, um, take this badge from me. I can't use it anymore. And so the way I look at that is this, that we have, the badge represents responsibilities, it represents roles in life. And so sometimes those responsibilities, God-given responsibilities and roles, just become a burden. It just gets too hard and we can't do it and we're struggling to carry it. It could be you're, you're a parent. Maybe you're a, a husband or a wife. Maybe just being a son. Maybe it's your workplace. Maybe it's your area of ministry. Whatever it may be. It just becomes... They're all good things, right? But it just becomes a burden. It just becomes hard. And you get weary and you get overwhelmed and you get discouraged. And it's like, I can't take it. And that's what it's like. God, he's going, Mama, take this badge from me. And I want to encourage you, do this. Papa... Father God, I can't carry this anymore. I can't carry this badge anymore. Now, I'm not saying 
you've got to walk away from circumstances and situations. That's not what I'm saying. Some things may be really harmful. Yes, there's extreme things. You need to get out of things, sure. But God's not asking us to walk away from a lot of things in life. He doesn't ask us to walk away from our families. He's probably not even asking us to walk away from our jobs. But he's asking us to take it and give it to him because we've probably been, been carrying it within, within our own strength. Just lay it on us like a burden. Just We've got to lay it down. Lay it down. Lay down the burden. Lay down, God, I just can't do this. Make that confession and be honest. I can't carry it anymore and what happens is when we're carrying it in our own strength it's just like we've just got this dark cloud over our life and with that dark cloud we can no longer see I can't see the stars I can't see the sand of the seashore I can't see descendants coming I can't see sons and daughters coming lost lost children coming home to father's house I can't see how I'm going to fit in this world. I can't see myself being any better as a parent. I can't see myself stepping into the thing God calls me to because it's just too dark to see. And God's saying, lay it down. Lay it down and allow him him to show you how to take it back up again. Allow him to show you how to take it back up and begin to walk in a fresh anointing. Because we're going to need a fresh anointing for the new era that we're into. Can I say this? Holy Spirit said this to me some time back. The anointing for the old era is gone. We've got to learn to walk in the new anointing for this era that we've stepped into. And as we pick it up and we take up that role, that responsibility, the way he wants us to, it's going to be like a whole new fresh mantle upon our life. doesn't mean that things are going to be easy. And things aren't going to be a struggle. You're not going to have opposition. But now you're taking it up and you're learning to walk in his ways. You're now learning to walk and follow his leading a whole new way for how he wants you to do this. Right? The next line, I hope that makes sense. That next line, Mama put my guns in the ground. I can't shoot them anymore. For me, I noticed something about my own life. In my own mind, I'm fighting all the time. I'm fighting something or someone. You know, man, I'm going to get that person in your work and you have these arguments in your own head about people and you're going, I know how to get that. I've got this great line. I'm going to fix that you know, and I'm going to win that argument. <laughs> right? And so I, for me, I learned this about myself. I'm doing this all the time. I'm fighting things in my own mind. It, it can be in my own family. It can be in church life. Like Pastor Tony, I'm fighting him all the time. You know, like something's going on. And you know what it does? It just ties you out. It ties you out. And I felt God say this, lay, lay your gun down, man. Lay your guns down. Just lay it down and let God bury the sucker. Right? Because if we don't, and we don't allow him to bury it, we'll get buried. We'll get buried. And it's just like, you know how they say about depression, that black dog, you know? Well, you get this black cloud just following you. And the, that line, that, that, dark, that, what is that cold, dark cloud is coming down. And it's just impacting on your emotions. It's impacting on the way you think and view life. 
And God's saying this, I just, I don't know, this might not be for everybody, but for somebody, lay it down, stop fighting. Lay your guns down. And learn to know yourself. Be honest with yourself. I've learned to be honest with myself. I'm pulling myself up. Stephen, you're arguing again. You're fighting over something again. You're working out all these scenarios and you're trying to keep one, two, three steps ahead of something. And you don't need to. And you're not relying on the grace of God. You're not trusting in Him. You're putting it back onto yourself and you're carrying a burden. And you're always fighting something. And what happens when you get into that place is that you, you, you get suspicious, you get jealous, you get frustrated, envious. All these fleshly things begin to rise up in your life and all of a sudden it's just you've got this dark cloud hanging over you and you can't see. There's two aspects here I just want to talk about when it says it feels like I'm knocking on heaven's door. One could be this, that those scenarios, it's like maybe when he wrote the song, he's thinking like, I'm, I've been confessing this badge is too much. I'm confessing I'm just fighting all the time. God, I'm just knocking on heaven's door because I just want to release all that, which is fair. But the other thing is about this knocking on heaven's door is that when we're doing these things in our own strength, when we're trying to live out our roles and responsibilities in our own strength, and we're just fighting all the time, we're literally knocking on death's door. You know, heaven is the most ideal place to be. Would you agree? I mean, I think we all want to go to heaven. We all want to be there eventually. But can I say this? When we're just carrying that, that badge in our own strength and we're fighting all the time, we're going to get to the most ideal place far quicker than what we should be. Because it's going to kill us. Right? Now, literally, the extreme could be we could literally just put ourselves in the grave and die. But I think what can happen is this, is that we can just put ourselves, we can just die spiritually. I'm not talking about losing your salvation. I'm just talking about all of a sudden we've just lost sight of God and people. We're just, we're just ticking the box. We're just going through life, really just living you know, for a car instead of having eight cylinders, we're functioning on four. And life is just a burden. But God doesn't want us to live that way. God wants us to be a people of vision. He wants us to live the way he has intended us to live, but that's in fellowship with him. That's in relationship with him. We can see things the way he sees things. Now, in saying all that, I just felt God say that, yes, it is in this new era, it is a time for us, the body of Christ, and for Crossroads to be prepared. Get ready. Get ready for what God has for your life. Get ready for what God is saying he wants for you as a fellowship in this new era. Get ourselves prepared. Now, in all that I've just said, you could feel like, man, I just want to disqualify myself. You can't disqualify yourself because God hasn't disqualified you. So we can look at all our shortcomings. We can look at where we have just struggled. We have been in despair. We have been overwhelmed. We can look at how... God, I've just, this is what's going on in my own life. I just don't cut the mustard. But God is saying, I have not disqualified you. Now he's saying whether we need to get prepared. He's saying we need to get ready. But at the same time, you'll never be good enough. 
You're not, God's not looking for perfection, but he's looking for your willingness to surrender to him and allow him to do the work in your life. I'm going to get Tim to play a song here, and I'm just going to finish with this, this song. The words are going to come up, and I think it just, just describes, to me, I think where God is wanting, wanting to communicate to, to Crossroads as a fellowship. We need to get prepared. We need to be ready. But God isn't looking for perfection. But can I ask you this question when I finish this morning? Are you ready? Are you ready for what God wants to do in your life now? That's not condemnation. You can say, I don't think I'm ready. I'm just overwhelmed. I don't think I'm ready. I just feel like I'm burdened. That's okay. If we confess, isn't God faithful and just? Isn't he faithful and just? So I just want to play this song through and then when that song finishes, uh, wherever you're at, whatever table you're at, if you need to join with another table, can we just do that? And then just think about what, just talk about what I've just shared and then just pray for one another. And maybe it doesn't relate to you. Maybe you know that it's, um, it's somebody else. You just say, hey, I know somebody's like that. Just how about we just pray for that person? If it is you, I know it's a big call to be honest, but just try and be honest as best as you can. And just allow, and then pray for one another and allow Holy Spirit to do the work. Amen? Amen. Let's just pray, play that song, Tim. Actually, just before we do that, sorry, I just want to read this scripture to you. This is in Matthew chapter 11, and I'm going to read this from the NIV. It's verse 28. Many of you probably know it. It says this, Jesus says this, Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. It doesn't say, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, I'll give you a slap. He says, I'll give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart. And you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. I want to read this to you in the message. It says this, Are you tired, worn out, burn out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you'll recover your life. I'll show you how to take a real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforth rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you'll learn to live freely and lightly. So Tim, can we just play that song?